then one day I realized I did the greatest thing for him before he died. I was there with him, and I held his hand and said goodbye. Welcome to Karate Kid 2 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 2, two guilty minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. I'm Mel, and I'm okay with dead people. <laughs> Do you see them? Yeah. Sometimes I see them. I see them. I see... Okay. I'm not going to lie, but mm. I might be slightly, like... I don't know. I just really like... I find death really interesting, so I follow a lot of, like... Like, I follow, like, uh, some uh, taxidermy groups, and I follow oh. some, uh, there's a group that I follow on Facebook called uh, Beauty of the Dead, and they're always posting pictures of, like, their dead pets or, like, mummified oh corpses. Or nope. Mel dragged me to uh, an art exhibit yeah. that's made out of human bodies, <gasps> and yeah. she, said, she showed me a picture today about uh, oh. s- uh, pants that are made out of human skin. Yeah, it's called, <laughs> necro, they're called necro pants, and it's like a skin Okay, do you want me to tell you about how it works? Oh god. I'm so scared to know. I'm going to tell you about it. So, okay. it's this like it's this like ancient like uh, shamanistic thing that you like so if you if you want to start accumulating riches, you got to meet this guy, the random dude or whatever and agree he has to agree that when he dies, you can skin his lower half. And the the skinned lower half has to be completely like intact. It can't have nicks or holes in it. it has to be like a perfect of pair of human pants. And you, <laughs> so you can skin his pants, and then you have to put them on and wear them, and they become one with you. And then you have to put a coin in the scrotum. Oh, oh, and whenever oh, you reach inside the scrotum, oh. uh, you can get endless coins. Like you'll be endlessly rich. But beware. Because if you don't agree to have someone else take the pants before you die, apparently your body can get infested with lice. So you have to find someone that is will agree to wear the pants, and uh, and then they have to put one. Apparently, they have something like they have to put one leg, in, like the right leg in first, and then the left, and then it's okay. Like it has, a, it's a very specific Otherwise order. Otherwise, your corpse will be invest, infested, infested with, with lice. lice. Yeah, it has to be done in this and very specific get, way. And, and then, then they can, can get endless riches from the their pant, scrotum. The, and the necropants can be passed do- down generation to generation. But the important <laughs> thing is don't do is don't, don't die with your necropants. And on. there was a picture of these necropants, and they're very interesting. It's very leathery looking. <laughs> yeah, I can, now you guys can all see why I married her. <laughs> I'm a catch. She's all mine. I'm a catch. <laughs> wow. Uh, so the sisterhood of the traveling necrofants. Gotcha. <laughs> um, wow. I think uh, I missed that movie. Uh, today we're talking about minutes 46 to 48 of the Karate Kid Part Two. We'll get back to sisterhood of the traveling necrofants. Uh, <laughs> Never. Uh, they be- <laughs> these minutes begin with <laughs> Daniel consoling Miyagi, as I'm going to need some consoling after that story, and uh, ends with uh, Miyagi trading Daniel. I mean, I'm serious. I'm going to have nightmares tonight. Thank you. And I'm just going to leave that all in. You're, you're lucky she didn't send you the photo. No, no <laughs> photos. Absolutely not. And I don't want to follow anything you're following on Facebook. That's it's, it's so, so interesting. Anyway. It's, okay. All right. <laughs> 
All right, let's get serious now. Uh, <laughs> I we pick up where we left off on Wednesday. <laughs> serious. We pick up where we left off on Wednesday with Daniel joining a grieving Miyagi uh, by the ocean. All right. Before we get into uh, Daniel's monologue here, uh, I did want to talk a, a little bit more about Miyagi uh, for a moment. And just, you know, watching him as Pat Morita is playing Miyagi in the scene. Like, I mean, he looks sad, but he's I think he's a little bit angry. I'm like, uh he's he's got kind of like a like an angry angry kind of look on his face and i wonder if it's you know some of that has to do with sato kind of tainting this whole memorial with his grudge like but then again like is he even is he mad at sato but or is he just like mad at himself even you know to me, probably yeah okay. to, well to me sorry no go ahead you go you talk first no you you started to me it looked like he was trying to contain his emotions yeah, trying not to cry in front of Daniel because he's supposed to be the adult, you know. Mm. Could be, but uh, he also, uh, I mean, Daniel. Probably... What, what Daniel ends up telling him would be something that he would say if he picked up that Miyagi was angry with himself, because mm. that's basically what uh, Daniel says: is don't feel bad about how you uh, your relationship with your dad went, mm. <laughs> right? And now we're kind of past the scene where Miyagi talks to Daniel about the Battle of Okinawa. I, I actually keep thinking back to Miyagi's quote now, like, uh, why are we all so stupid? Like, what a great parallel mm. uh, that battle was to just Miyagi and Sato's fight, like, leaving, leading to, like, Miyagi banishing himself, losing 45 years of a relationship he could have had with his father. Like, he must be feeling pretty stupid. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and and yeah, he's probably like got a variety. Like he's probably feeling all the emotions right now. Like, wouldn't mm -hmm. you? Like, it would be so. There's so many. Like, you know, some when someone dies, like often, like you'll have so many regrets of like the things that you should have done or shouldn't have done or. Yeah, like, yeah. Why? I just I go back. I, get, I why not just write your father, write him a letter. You know where yeah. he lives. Like, yeah. just let him know you're okay. Yeah. See how he's doing. Mm. It's your father. It's not like yeah. he hated his father. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. And now it's like, here he is. He's sitting here. He's staring at the ocean. He is the last of his family. He's got mm -hmm. no living heirs. He's practically a stranger in his home, homeland. Mm -hmm. it's super sad. <laughs> it is very sad. And he plays it so well. Mm. Yes. Like, he's such a good... He's such a good actor with like emotional scenes. Yeah. Mm. Pat Morita has one of these in all three movies. Yeah. And he's <laughs> amazing at it. Like, I just can't get over like how, how lovely these scenes are. Like, they're just really nice. Yeah. I really like this scene. It's, it's up there. I think with the, the other scene that I said was really good from uh, Cobra Kai season two between Daniel and his mom also talking about his dad. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. So here we are, we're with Daniel and he kind of take, I like how he just kind of takes a moment, you know, and like, and then starts talking about his own father dying. And, and, and yeah, it's not until this point that we knew anything about Daniel's father. And you can almost make the assumption that Lucille brought Daniel to the West coast to get away from, you know, his father or something like that, you know, mm -hmm. and it's not until Karate Kid 2, we find out that Daniel's father is actually dead. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
And yeah, like you said, in uh, Cobra Kai, it's great to get a little bit more uh, color to that picture, learning about this. Uh, yeah, I, I looked back on that scene this week. The, he tells, he tells, uh, they, they talk about uh, going to Coney Island, right? And uh, yeah. that was that, when his that father first kinda, started getting sick. Yeah, that's that scene's kind of his mom uh, consoling him the way he's consoling Miyagi here. Mm. Right, right. But I guess they're not. He's he's not being consoled about uh, somebody dying. Uh, just his marriage dying. <laughs> that can be. That can be. That can feel like a death though when a marriage ends. Like so, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. L- luckily, that didn't happen. Yeah. Right. And uh, oh yeah, and and as as we noted on as I noted on a Wednesday, like uh, Daniel watching Miyagi see his own father die, like probably reminded of a being in his father's side in his final days. Um, so I didn't want to just kind of read off what he says here, but I, I did want to mention that, that I love Ralph, how he delivers this. It's so natural. Like mm-hmm. I love seeing an actor look like he's thinking about what he's saying, like taking pauses, like not just reciting something from the script that he memorized. Yeah. yeah. Like he like pauses, you know, like he goes, you know, my father, you know, when my father died and then he stop, stops and, and he anyway, it, it, I don't want to read the whole thing, actually, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Uh, it, it talks about how um, how we had had, had spent, so spent some time thinking about what he could have done and felt guilty about it. And then he realized that he did the greatest thing, which was be there for him. And and I held his hand. And I said goodbye, which is oh so good. Um, mm. Mm. And and it, it is it is so well timed and so empathetic. I feel like, and boy, Pat Morita, how he just like like you said, he's kind of holding everything back. But as um, Daniel's telling him this, like he just starts gulping and shaking, and then mm-hmm. uh, and it's not even overboard, but he does kind of let go a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, I have a couple quotes for this uh, scene. Uh, Pat Morita says, uh, what we mean to each other as people translates onto film. We're good people who probably deserve each other, at least in terms of our work and probably as friends. We probably deserve each other. We're two good guys. <laughs> talking about him and Ralph. And, <laughs> and Ralph says, Pat and I always describe our relationship on camera but off camera as well as having a soulful magic to it. There was a great amount of mutual respect for each other. Our relationship wasn't necessarily mentor student off camera. You know, he taught me how to make sushi, but I taught him how to make pasta. You know what I'm talking about? It was a friendship that I certainly miss. Luckily for us, lucky for us, we have a legacy of that great performance always and forever. That's so sweet. Yeah. I love that they just like hung out and like did did things together. Like that's yeah. very cute. I'm sure they spent a lot of time in these movies hanging out. Yeah, for sure. And didn't uh, they keep in touch over the years too? I yeah, that's yeah. so sweet. Yeah, I love that. And uh, yeah, we noticed this in the uh, in the first movie. Uh, this is another great one shot. Like the camera just stays on. Daniel telling his story and then just kind of slowly zooms in slowly, mm-hmm. very slowly. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a couple of great ones in the original with Miyagi nursing Daniel back to health and Daniel asking about karate. And then there's that whole crane shot over the tournament coming down and walking alongside uh, 
Daniel and Miyagi going to the ring. Uh, Jan, John Appleton was asked about this, and he says, why didn't he cut it all, you know? He says, well, when everything's working, don't screw it up. Every time there's a cut, it's an interruption, no matter how subtle. It's an artificial thing that's happened when you cut. So if you can avoid the cut, then why not? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder well, how many takes they had to do. <laughs> Those kind yeah. of things are emotionally uh, rough on an actor to get into that spot. Right, yeah. No. Um, and he and might have done he might have done the scene several times, so his eyes were probably extra puffy. extra puffy, like and it looked even more like he was mourning. Like I wonder what uh, I wonder what he was thinking about to get himself sad. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's thinking about his own father. I know nothing about his father, but I mean, yeah, probably. I didn't say. I think you said. I think you said about the first his first big scene, big crying scene, Oscar nominated scene. In the original, he was thinking about, uh, I think his wife dying or something like that, or you know, the thinking about if it did happen or something. But wow. I, I remember, yeah. Um, oh, Avelson's talking about the production of this. He says, uh, "The first day we went there, the sunset was horrible. Fortunately, Jerry, let, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Weintraub, Jerry let us go back and try it again, and we had a nice sunset. It's a very oh. simple shot." We didn't light it. We just had a camera on a tripod. It was almost like a second unit type shot. There were only a few angles, so it was a very easy shoot. Um, and which is funny because I actually, it, it this is a sunset, and I almost thought of this as like the next morning. <laughs> oh, really? After the funeral. <laughs> I didn't think there was like an entire day passed. Because we see nighttime with the lantern ceremony, and it goes into dusk, and then we see Miyagi looking at the picture at night by a lantern, and then the next uh, scene is this. It might, so I just figured might it was have, the next morning. It might have been a sun sunrise and they faked it into a sunset because actually we've seen that happen before. Remember, mm. Matt, when we came a week, so we were visiting my parents. <clears throat> All right. And we came upon uh, a commercial shoot for a Tim Hortons <laughs> and they were shooting. Oh, yeah. They were shooting in the evening and uh, it was like a really nice sunset. And then. <laughs> Maybe like a maybe a few months later, we ended up seeing the commercial by accident, and then they they put like the name of my hometown, and then they put like like seven eight seven uh, like seven thirty something a.m. and I was like, that was in the evening. What they lied? It was like, yeah, but it was like a really beautiful sunset, and they made it seem like it was a sunrise. <laughs> I just loved it. I don't know why, but I always. I always knew this was a sunset in this scene, but I don't know how I knew that. It just—it always felt like just looking at it. Yeah, and it's also it would be appropriate if it is a sunset because you know it's like the sunset. 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 Yeah. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the director of photography for this movie is named uh, James Crabbe. Crab? Crabe? I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but he did get nominated for this movie uh, by the American Society of Cinematographers uh, for Outstanding Achievement in Cinematography. Uh, and uh, his the other nominees were that year A Room with a View, The Mission, Peggy Sue Got Married, and Star Trek Four. And the winner was Peggy Sue Got Married. So oh. I'm not sure what they did compared to this, but I was just kind of like, aw. <laughs> I there's so often that movies win Oscars and then they just are completely forgotten from the cultural zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah. And, and the movies that are remembered got passed over. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Uh, 
I guess I want to share something uh, now. This is kind of a personal thing. I'm sorry. Um, but right. okay. Don't be sorry. <laughs> well, Great. this really brings up some stuff for me. So let me just uh, uh, let everybody know, like on a personal note, like uh, my father uh, died uh, when I was 26. Uh, he got a cold in uh, May of 2001 and coughed so hard he broke a rib. <gasps> Um, and then they x-rayed him and they discovered he had lung cancer and something about that broken rib, like really set things in motion and the cancer spread quickly through his body. Uh, and he made the choice not to go into chemo. Uh, and it was like three months later after he broke that lip rib that he died. <laughs> wow. Um, I, uh, spent a lot of time with him in hospice in his final weeks. Uh, we watched movies together. So mm. I kind of feel a bit of a kinship to what Daniel describes here. Mm. Uh, just the fact that you just, you know, sometimes the greatest gift is to be there mm. for somebody, mm. uh, no matter what, because really, uh, like I also feel for Miyagi because I had some terrible fights with my dad, nothing like physical. It was just like, he'd upset me and I wouldn't talk to him for months and, or I would upset him and same thing would happen. And we actually had just like made up after a recent fight. And I had, I ended up like moving home due to a certain chain of events. And my mother always said that, like, it was kind of meant to be that, you know, maybe it was time for me to come home and bond with my dad again before he died. And, uh, and yeah, I, and 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 by the way, I mentioned 2001 because it's like my father died, and like two weeks later, 9/11 happened. <laughs> it was just like oh, the craziest, man. craziest chain of events. Um, but yeah, it's been like 20 years, which is why I can talk about it on a Karate Kid podcast. I just wanted to say I could personally relate to like both these guys. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I I don't really have anything like that uh, personally. I guess uh, the only <laughs> the only person in my life who who died. Uh, was uh, my grand both of my grandfathers now I guess but one of them when I was a preteen I guess but uh yeah and I guess I felt that yeah I wish I had been closer to him but I was a little young to to realize that you know that he could go and not and not uh and I wouldn't have the chance anymore I, I wasn't old enough to think about those things really but Right. Yeah. I think I had the same kind of reaction to my own grandparents. Like though I was too young to understand anything or, you know, I don't, I don't even think we visited them that much yeah. uh, as they lived like three hours away. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden they were gone. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. but I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I had like a different, not to take away from your story, Robin. And by Please. the way, like you telling your story, like it makes me want to give you a hug. Like Aww. it's really <laughs> like I get it. I get it's twenty I'm, years. It's fine. It's fine. No, I know, but it's just really nice that you're sharing it. Like I really appreciate that you're doing that because it's it's such a lovely uh, sentiment, and it's a really nice, like it's it's just nice that you were able to do that with your dad and kind of mend things mm -hmm. before he passed. You know. Yeah. So I, I think that's really lovely. And I, you know, I don't know. I just, I like it. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. <laughs> but yeah, I had, like this, I, like really kind of drudge that stuff up. You're like, oh, yeah, this reminds me of that old thing. It does. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Sorry, Mel. I don't want to interrupt you. No, but... <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I, I've, I've lost both my grandfathers as well, just to like kind of go off on like Matt's thing. But I, the first grandfather that died, I was, I was 10. 
but we lived right next door to my grandparents and we were, mm. we saw them every day. Oh. So, uh, and we had just moved a, a little further away, like that same year that he died. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it almost felt like, uh, you know, it all, it felt like almost like we caused it. <laughs> Do you know what oh, I mean? God. Like you almost feel like, Oh, like it's my, it's my fault. Like we moved away and yeah. did this and we did that. And, I remember distinctly, like, the night before he died, we had borrowed their car to go to the drive-in. <laughs> like, my family, we went to the drive-in to go see, what was it? I think it was uh, Beauty and the Beast, and Honey, uh, I shrunk the kid, or blew up the kid? Blew up the kid. One or the other. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was just like so such a memorable like I just remember the next day and I was I was very upset. Like I remember being very, very I was the one that like showed emotion the most, I think, out of everybody. Yeah. My my grandfather's uh funeral is the first time I had coffee and I've been hooked ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Damn that coffee. I was just hanging out, you know, the, the funeral was going on. I was like, I'll try this. And I <laughs> you realized how how upset you were. So you're just yeah. like, I'm just going to drown my sorrows in coffee. Yeah. But it's good you've had 20 years uh, between uh, that and this, Robin, because uh, Mel has a friend who recently lost their parent and they went uh, through something with their parent where they were kind of like taken in by some religious folks, like extreme. Oh religion folks and like it was bad scene and then they died and but but uh and then we're like hey let's uh let's hang out you know a week after that let's uh put something on li something light on you know let's watch an episode of dinosaurs on disney plus and then it was all about ethel being taken in by a religious uh death cult and, <laughs> and, and like and like and she had like a fake funeral and stuff i think yeah, like it she, was like oh my like, god she died and went to heaven and came back and then she started like selling heaven snake oil on tv and shit and like oh. matt you felt so bad after. how could i have known <laughs> right? you felt so bad. random episode of dinosaurs the exact same who situation. knew uh. <laughs> who knew she had a week to get over it between <laughs> that and the, yeah. you could handle dinosaurs um <laughs> I think it is yeah. different though when when someone has been dying for a long time which uh specifically not to like keep talking about it but like her mom had been sick for a really long time so I think like people usually come to terms with it um a little bit sooner because they've had so long to kind of think about their upcoming death that when they die it's almost like it's a little bit of a relief in a way because mm -hmm. they've been suffering right so yeah for sure yeah yeah, so I th I think she she said that she was fine. Yeah, after watching that. Yeah, she was she I was okay. So. Yeah, it, yeah, it was just an unfortunate coincidence. coincidence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, to get back to the uh, movie, I just wanted to mention. <laughs> <laughs> really trying depressing. to awkwardly awkwardly segue. That this this scene this scene and the lantern ceremony aren't even in the shooting script. Like. It's so strange reading the shoot, like the actual script for the movie. They must have decided to add these things in, like uh, for a little bit more. Like well, we have to have something after, because mm. because it goes like right from Miyagi Senior's death to Miyagi training Daniel in the shooting script. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. And well, guess, we're right back to Miyagi is compartmentalizing that and uh, yep. <laughs> moving on. You know, I'm glad yes. they did that 
Because otherwise it would have made it seem kind of his his dad's death really empty. Or it just would have made Miyagi <laughs> seem like an uncaring yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, oh, back to training my 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 uh pretend son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, I definitely don't want to leave this scene without just, I don't know how many times we have to say it on this podcast, but Daniel is the best boy. I, he, is, he is just, what a good kid, like to just be there for like, you know, when you're a teenager, you don't care about your teachers as much, you know, just, mm-hmm. or even just like adults in your life, parents, even act, acting this empathetic, uh, to mature. Yeah. It's so, it, 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 it was, yes, it's, it's so moments. great. I don't know. He re- he reverts in Karate Kid Three. I know you guys just recently rewatched Karate Kid Three. Yes. <laughs> Not looking forward to that, Daniel. But this Daniel oh, is the best man. boy. Delightful. <laughs> I love that movie. Karate Kid Three, best best Karate Kid movie. Love it. Oh love boy. It. All right. Daniel, Not due to Daniel. Daniel can. I don't know. He's just nah. <laughs> There's better characters uh, in that movie. <laughs> oh, that, that laugh sounded familiar. <laughs> all right well uh cold chill down your spine oh yeah yeah <laughs> i feel like wearing an ascot uh to right? a karate match uh um all right so we kind of end this segment with we we get into some uh playful pan flutes and we have daniel sparring with miyagi and uh i I, I just definitely wanted one last form check with Matt. How how is it looking? How is this choreography looking? Uh, it's kind of quick, and then it stops, and and then Miyagi says, uh, "Very good, Daniel son. Time for next lesson." And yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's probably one of the better ones these two actors have done. I agree. Yeah, I like this so much. Like I hear this, I hear this. Uh, score that, like I said, the playful pan flute, whatever they must have sampled some more Zamfir, but I can't hear that without hearing like yeah. <laughs> slapping skin, you know, like punching, uh, yeah. catching the catching his punches and stuff. But yeah, yeah, it doesn't look doesn't look too bad. Daniel threw in a good kick. It, I'm assuming that's actually Ralph. It's probably the best kick he's ever yeah. thrown. Yeah, <laughs> threw a nice a couple nice kicks. Yeah. All right. Well, Matt, Mel, it's time for me to take both your hands and say goodbye until next week. <laughs> Are we going to watch the sunset together <laughs> or the sunrise, whichever? <laughs> yeah. And then we can and then we can train after. <laughs> yes, absolutely. As 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 intended, you know, because that's what we wanted to do all along during that funeral. <laughs> right. Right. You wanted to cut all, the, all those scenes right out. No yeah, emotion. Exactly. Pretend that those <laughs> never happened and let's just get back to training. Yeah, we'll spar. Matt will sit in the corner and be like, "This is terrible, terrible form, Robin." Uh, <laughs> really, honestly, are you, do you even do karate? Uh, <laughs> We're all about denial of emotion here. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I hope everybody in- enjoyed this episode talking about uh, from necropants to dinosaurs. Uh, we <laughs> think I think we covered it all. Yep. Uh, please send feedback to Karate Kid Minute at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Look for Karate Kid Minute. You'll find us. And give us a nice rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We'd really appreciate that. And tune in next week when Daniel has his first drum technique lesson. We'll be getting all into that. And until next time. Very good, Daniel-san. Time for next lesson. Next lesson.